Hey guys! <laughs> Welcome to our special falsetto episode! A spinner forever! <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding! I can't keep it up. It's the, it's the first Toby Awards! Ooh, it's the Toby Awards, it's, everybody! Welcome to the 2021 Toby Awards! <laughs> <laughs> Can you do like an announcer voice? Welcome to the 2021 Toby Awards! <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> take your seats. <laughs> you got a gumball in your mouth, spit it out. <laughs> yeah, this is a place of class and yeah. panache. <laughs> <laughs> With style and, and panache. panache. It's, uh, yeah, the first ever. We are discussing the best of season one tonight, uh, giving out uh, our picks for who we think deserved uh, the best of uh, people with superlatives and stuff, you know? Yeah, we've got, this is a red carpet event that you're listening to yeah, right now. Yeah, believe it or not, we're, this is like a black tie affair right now. Yeah, we're, we are uh, at the Staples Center <laughs> with... We're in LA! <laughs> we're in LA! <laughs> we've got Aperol Spritz. This much is true. And we're ready to... Uh, we're ready to give you this year's picks for Degrassi Season 1 Best Of. Yeah. Um, I've been looking forward to this. Like, I think we like knew we were going to do this like from the jump. And like, so uh, with every episode, like, I had it in the back of my mind. Like, oh, like there's so many good lines. Like, what's the best? Like, what's the best this? Yeah, this is like the yearbook. Yeah, in a way it is. And it's sponsored by White Castle, oh my where God. I got shrimp nibblers today. <laughs> They're not bad, but I said to Allie, like, if, if she told me they were chicken nuggets, I would have believed her. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's such like a, it's just lacking that like shrimp texture. Where, like, White Castle always has like different kinds of seafood. It's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I want to like White Castle. Um, I have like a slider. Or two. I want to recommend to everyone the clam strips. They're pretty good. They're just fried clam strips. Are they rare? What do you like, mean rare? Are they seasonal? Oh no, they always have the clam strips. Mm. They're a staple. Year end. Yeah. Love it. Anyway, this is about Toby. <laughs> Alrighty, yeah, Toby. Um, I like, yeah, we came up with the name for the award show in the last episode, like on the spot. <laughs> Wait, it just has a nice sound to it. The Tobys. It kind of sounds like the Tonys, in yeah. a way. So, um, makes it sound like it has some legitimacy. So we opened it up to you, the viewers, the Spinner Forever Heads. The Spinner Forever Heads, we love you. On Twitter, we, we open polls for all of our categories, so maybe we should just go over the categories to, uh, like, to start with, like, to tell everyone what all the categories are. Oh, yeah. Um, so, first we have Best Non-Parent Slash Non-Teacher Adult. That's... The one I was really excited about. <laughs> Hopefully that, yeah, that one uh, is a good one. Best outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by uh, best non-page outfit, because, well, you'll see why. Uh, best cinematography risk. Also one I've been looking forward to. That's a biggie. Yeah. Very specific to, like, my current rewatch of the grass scene. And now we have uh, the Neil Young Award for a Heart of Gold. Folks, Neil Young is Canadian. 
I didn't know until recently. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think because he's such like an American sing. Like I feel like he's so, he's so like American. Yeah. <laughs> he like sings about American politics a lot. This one's like, you know, who has a part of both? Who's like the true friend? Who's like, who's that like model citizen? Yeah. Then we have best non sequitur that could be its own episode. A lot um, of non sequiturs in Degrassi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, things that they just like never fully expand on that they mentioned like in passing that I personally would like to see expanded upon. Yeah, you were saying like, weren't there like deleted scenes you were watching? Oh yes, apparently. Oh, I did watch the season one deleted scenes recently. And um, a lot of them kind of explain the non sequiturs. Yeah, and the minis kind of do as well. Oh, now we have best URL. Because, uh, as we know, this season is very, it's all about computers. Best URL! <laughs> and we got a lot of good URLs uh, that we saw on screen, that we heard mentioned, so we had uh, a lot to work with there. We also have JT at that one point saying, like, where'd you get these URLs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the porn sites. So then we have categories, uh, they're like superlatives based on if the characters were living in the present. So first we have most likely to get rich on Bitcoin, followed by most likely to become a libertarian, most likely to get into a pyramid scheme, most likely to be an anti-vaxxer, most likely to get cancelled publicly, and most likely to have a depop. Alright! And that, that about sums it up, those are the Tobies. Yeah, these are the categories we're working with. Um, for the sake of like Twitter polls, we have like four nominees for each, which we were pretty easily able to like narrow it down to. I think I have some like honorable mentions that like I might shout out. Yeah, absolutely. If I remember. But um we're talking the best of the best here. Yeah. And Spinner Forever, uh thank you for all your participation in the polling. Yeah, it was really great to see so many responses. It made me really happy. I didn't think people cared about this. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, like thank you for everybody for uh such a great uh and some really surprising results. Yeah. Um, so I think how we're going to do it is, like, we wanted to see, like, what the listener's choice would be. And then I think I kind of want to see, like, what our personal picks would be as well. Okay. So I guess let's just go down the line. Yeah. Starting with uh, best non-parent slash non-teacher adult. All right. This is the one I was most excited about, honestly. Yeah, because these characters are kind of, like, non-sequiturs in a way. Yeah. We got a handful of these this season. Um, and there were even some, I feel like, that we didn't get to include on the on the poll. Yeah, true. These, like, one-off, like, adult characters, like, that are just only included to, like, specific storylines. So who are the nominees, Ryan? The nominees for best non-parent slash non-teacher adult are Keith, the Hollywood hotshot director, Sheila, the cafeteria queen, the night school student in Miss Guan's uh, night class, <laughs> and Tracker Cameron, Sean's older brother. So this one was hard for me to pick personally because I truly uh, love all of these. Mm -hmm. But um, the fan favorite was clear. Sheila. 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 Yeah. Sheila got six. <laughs> she won uh, almost sixty-two percent of the vote. Yeah, and I think uh, partially due to like the great screen grab where she's like yelling at sp or like wh whisper yelling at Spinner. Uh, yeah, is that what she's like? Listen, princess. Yeah. 
Oh, she's such a queen. Yeah, if we remember... Sheila stole the the hearts of the audience. Yeah, she's introduced when Spinner uh, is forced to work in the cafeteria after... He was always getting into trouble with Miss Kwan, right? Yeah. Was that, like, after the, the ear how, wig? Yeah, after he put bugs in Ashley's food to try <laughs> it as, like, a scapegoat for, like... Ear wigs. Yeah. Um... Sheila is, she shows up multiple times throughout the season, so, like, she's yeah. kind of, she kind of seems like she could become a recurring character. And, yeah, I was thinking that with Tracker, too. Yeah. Because it made it hard, because I love the night school students oh, so much. Yeah, and should we say now our picks? Yeah, I'm, this is one that, like, I kind of am not sure about. And I'm really surprised that Keith didn't get more votes. Yeah, Keith only, I mean, he is forgettable. He is only in the pilot. yeah. Um, and this whole season I was watching, I'm like, Keith is, like, gonna be my pick. Yeah. Uh, cause, like, I just, he was so funny. He's hilarious and a lot of people forget about him. Yeah. For those who forgot, he's the one in the first episode, he's dating Caitlyn. Yeah. She's moved to Hollywood. Um, you know, Caitlyn, uh, is from the original Degrassi. Which I'm watching now, by the way, I forgot to mention, uh, not to get too off track, but I'm watching Degrassi Junior High for the first time. And uh, absolutely loving it. Uh, we'll get more into it later. <laughs> I've seen some good scenes. <laughs> um, but Keith is, you know, he's always on his phone. He's, uh, he's like, uh, he's like, you guys are teachers. I'm working on a film about that. It's kind of like <laughs> a Footloose meets uh, Dangerous Minds kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> that that line, like, I'll never forget. Is so funny. <laughs> and then he cheats on Caitlyn with, uh, or it doesn't cheat, but does he? Isn't he kind of like... He's like flirting. He's like, and like flirting and like expressing doubts, yeah, doubts about uh, his about engagement their marriage. to Caitlyn. Yeah. To, I'm not sure which character. I want to say it's Stephanie. It was, yeah. She was the man's lady. She's uh, an Edie from Desperate Housewives. <laughs> yeah. I want to say it's Stephanie, but I don't remember. I want to go back now that I know like the Degrassi Junior High characters. So, who is your pick, Allie? Alright, my pick is... I gotta say, the night school student. Great! <laughs> he's such a king. Like, yeah. He's so cute. Like, he just wants well for Miss Kwan, <laughs> and he also gets wings out of it. Yeah. <laughs> the context was, like, um, in the episode where uh, what, Spinner and Jimmy are, like, playing pranks on Miss Kwan. Yeah, like, during her night class. And they like call a bunch of they order a bunch of wings to her class and miss they, like the guy shows up and she's like i didn't order this and like she's clearly really distraught by it mm-hmm. like it's so many wings and he's asking for like 50 bucks and then this night school student like comes up and he's like miss kwan like i'll help pay <laughs> i'll help pay i'm hungry like and then he it's like she's teaching english to like all these night school students so they're like all like shouting out to her they're like miss kwan like we have hunger. Like, <laughs> I like wings. Like, just, like, simple English sentences. Like, it's great. Yeah. It's a um, very wholesome scene amidst, like, the kind of, like, malicious prank yeah. <laughs> by Spinner and Jimmy. Um, it was really what the show needed at that time, was mm-hmm. a little bit of lighthearted wing humor. And this guy... This actor really stole the show for me. <laughs> um, I just thought he was, like, so adorable. Yeah. And I... That is my pick as well, I have to say. Yes! Just because I really felt... I was so torn 
like I really wanted to give give it to like a true one off because I know we're gonna see Tracker again. I know we're gonna see Sheila again. Yeah, they'll have their their spot, their place in the sun. And like Keith and like the night school student, like really like the fact that they're able to steal the show in just like one episode. Yeah, is like says something. And I felt compelled to pick the night school student because he's just like a much better person than Keith. Keith's yeah, kind of like. <laughs> He's kind of like a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I loved Keith. Like Keith's performance was uh, pretty good. Like, yeah. Um, I ultimately found the night school student to be like a better character actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be curious to look at his uh, his credits. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That, so that's, that's our best non-parent teacher adult for season one. Of course, we could do best parent, but, like, there's no question who the best parent on Degrassi is. <laughs> is there? Who is it? I'm willing to go out on a limb and say, I'm surprised you don't know. Mr. Jeff Isaac. <laughs> oh! Jeff! I love Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I almost want to just, like, give Jeff, like, a, an, an award just for Jeff. This is that right now. Like, <laughs> Jeff, you get a Toby. On behalf Jeff, of just, you like, get a Toby. <laughs> you get a Toby. Just on ha- behalf of, like, stealing the show in every episode he was in. Yeah. Um, Especially on this rewatch, like, I'm really paying mind to these, like, kind of extremely tertiary characters <laughs> that uh, are just so interesting to me. Yeah. So Jeff Isaacs, you get a Toby. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Played by Nigel. I know his first name's Nigel. And I don't know, are we going to see Jeff again? I'm genuinely not sure. So I, I don't think we do. I, I'm thinking no, but I genuinely hope so. Oh, Jeff will miss you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff, why'd you have to go? In, uh, just, like, to be clear, like, in Spinner Forever, the series... The, the spin-off of Degrassi where Spinner <laughs> is the main character. In Jeff, case you missed it, this is like the... <laughs> <laughs> Spinner Forever is a spin-off of Degrassi that hasn't happened yet but will yeah. where it follows Spinner for the rest of his life. <laughs> and Jeff is a main character in that, for sure. 100%. I, I see him as like a mentor, like an Obi-Wan to Spinner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> an Obi-Wan to Spinner is uh, yeah. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. So the next category... Is best outfit. Yes. This one, um, I really feel like we decided it was in the best address because let's be real, every page outfit is the best outfit. Yeah. So this quickly, outfit. It quickly became like her own category. So these are technically the best page outfits because there were many, but we narrowed it down to four. The contenders were the hottie shirt, which she's shown wearing in the intro. Mm-hmm. The blue fur, the blue fur hoodie with the brown fur coat with the blue fur backpack, or no, it was a clear backpack. Well, I feel like she does have a blue fur backpack. Yeah. At some point. This specific look is the double fur coat. With yeah. The, the fur on fur. With the clear backpack. The snakeskin shirt she wears to parents' night. Yes, when she's trying to dress up when they know uh, Toby's mom is like a casting agent. So yeah. She's all like, hello. On <laughs> page. It's very inappropriate um, for parents' night. Absolutely. And the, hor- the horse, the mystical type horse shirt. Yes, if you look closely, um, we have images of these. Like, you can see horses on this shirt. It's very, uh, it's kind of trippy. 
There's horses, there's stars, there's what looks like a kind of galaxy pattern, and mm -hmm. there's big horseshoes floating around. And the viewers were very clear about their decision. Yeah. Everyone wanted the hottie shirt. The iconic look with the most iconic line, uh, New Year, New Looking Page, so like, understandable, completely. And uh, that's also when she says, um, what's the line? You always quote it. Is it? What is it? She, it's like, it's like, let's check out my belt. Oh, beautiful, eh? <laughs> <laughs> check out my belt. Um, and just to uh, say it, like, I think that's my pick, too. I think that's such an iconic look. Like, her back to school, like, that's when she has, like, the clear box purse. Like, mm -hmm. it's a great look. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say my favorite look was actually the horse shirt. I... <laughs> I had a feeling you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really cool. I'd wear it myself. Um, I feel like Paige has a lot of looks that are kind of parallel to the hottie shirt. Like, um, she ha she had, like, one shirt that was, like... I'd love to make boys cry. Yeah. In the last episode. She has watched. a lot of similar looks to the hottie shirt. So I feel like that's, like, the staple Paige look. Mm -hmm. But the horse shirt kind of, like, caught me off guard. <laughs> Maybe, like, broadened my perspective on Paige. In a way. Yeah, you know? it was a bold choice. And I like her hair there. Like, i um not looking at it. Like, her hair is cool. <laughs> I don't know. She's got, like, the two the two pieces of hair. Just, like, Hanging out of, like, the ponytail. And I respect that. It's cool. I like that. All right. And that's our best outfit. The Toby goes to hottie shirt. And uh, honorable mention to horse shirt. I'm trying to, like, yeah, those were the main looks that I remember from her. But there were a lot of other good looks this season. As we uh, get into our next category. We had a lot we couldn't even put in the Twitter poll. Yeah. This is a hard one to narrow down. The, the best non-page outfit. And the contenders for the Toby are... Liberty's Tuxedo and Top Hat. Sean's Canadian tuxedo, which I recently learned about, is a uh, denim on denim. That's fun. JT as Fred Durst. <laughs> which JT I, as yeah. Fred Durst. <laughs> it's like him playing him in a biopic. <laughs> a biopic. The JT's character. Yeah. But if you look at the pic, like, or just J any episode with JT, like, he looks like Fred Durst, like straight up. Everything he's wearing. He's always wearing that backwards hat. I was gonna say, like, in the show of Spinner Forever, like, um, if, like, JT were in it, um, he would, like, his character would go on to, like, become an actor. Uh, yeah. After his stint on YTV, and, uh, go on to play, like, Fred Durst in a biopic, but then I remembered <laughs> he died. <laughs> like, how cruel is that? Yeah, I was, it could be an AU. <laughs> and... And not and last but not least. Oh yes, of course. It's Emma's dolphin pants. Emma's infamous dolphin pants, which I love. I didn't see those on the first watch, but they really stuck out to me on the second one. Yeah, they're pretty sick. Um, just full sob, like I would wear them. Like I'm looking for them. If anyone can get an ID <laughs> on the pants. So and uh, I guess that was the top contender. That was the listener's choice. The listener's choice is Emma's Dolphin Pants. 42.9% of the vote. Um, and they deserved it. Those 
And I work in a print shop. I've spoken about this before. <laughs> Those must have been really hard to print because, like, that's a huge. The print is all over the pants. It's quite elaborate, too. Yeah. It, and there's, like, nothing repeating. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to say some honorable mentions that weren't able to go into the survey. Oh, yeah. Definitely Spinner's, like, flame hoodie. Yeah. With, like, the flaming On G the logo. I want to also say, like, JT had a lot of, like skate t-shirts that had like pictures of like cool boys skating yeah and like skateboards i think toby has great style his like olive green he's always wearing olive green and like it's very like i feel like it's trendy now like how toby dresses yeah i feel like, like toby oversized green sweaters yeah toby has that kind of like office look yeah i i don't know how else to say it but like it's a style and i think like um what's that brand uh, Lazy Oaf did like an office collection and oh, it yeah. perfectly like exemplified the style for me that I like couldn't put a finger on for a long time. <laughs> this is the blueprint, Toby Isaacs, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's why the awards are named after him. It's like, it reminds me of like Microsoft Office and like lined paper and like, uh, like I feel like the clip, the clip guy, the paper clip. The little assistant. Little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Toby really uh, was the blueprint for the way we dress today. <laughs> I also love uh, Terry's sleeveless hoodies. Those are like mm. interesting. I don't think I've ever seen a sleeveless hoodie in RL. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's very that was very of the time. Yeah, that like sleeveless hoodies. And you know what else material I'm thinking of now? Do you know like the it's almost like towel material hoodies. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're like the material of a towel, and they're like fuzzy. I've been seeing the like more and more. Yeah. Very weird. I wonder how that like I kind of like it, but I don't think it would be good like in the heat. No. I don't think it'd be breathable. Um. And yeah, uh, what's your choice? For My it? choice. This is hard. Um, but I would have to say. I think I agree, Emma's dolphin pants. Um, I'm gonna go with Emma's dolphin pants too. <laughs> I think they're just so sick. They stole the outfit. Like I don't even remember what else she was wearing. Let me look at the pic. Like, Her it's literally are a statement. Yeah, it's just like a plain blue like crew neck like sweater or something. With the pants, guys. Like, and, like, for them to win against Liberty's tuxedo and top hat is saying something. It's big. Like, because Liberty stole the show then. Yeah, and Liberty looks so cute in that tuxedo. Like, yeah. it, it's, like, she's such she's such a character. Like, <laughs> she's having so much fun. Uh, so, all across the board, the Toby goes to Emma's dolphin pants. Um, also, another shout-out to G, uh, what's his name? Jeff Isaacs, uh, his, his jazz shirt. I can't believe you could even forget Jeff Isaacs' name. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jeff Isaacs' jazz shirt. The GBC, uh, oh, like swirly. We should have put that in the poll. Because that really is a top one. Yeah. This is hard, guys. There's there's too much. I'm also, like, I'm sure, like, this is going to show up in the recording. Like, the, these glasses <laughs> yeah. you're drinking out of. Don't mind me. Just, just listen, like, just listen. This is like the Aperol Spritz glass you're hearing right now. 
It's actually like a very professional thing to have this on the audio. What do you mean? To, to be able to hear the glass you're drinking out of in the audio. It's saying something. It's very professional for a podcast <laughs> you can to tell have this that. It's done in a real studio. So, uh, yeah, it just it makes you feel like you're more with us. You're more close to us, even though we're far away in the Staples Center, <laughs> broadcasting you this live from LA. <laughs> from LA. Spinner forever, LA. <laughs> oh, can we just talk about the grassy goes Hollywood? Oh my god, I but know. That's another story. We that's gotta... a beautiful mess. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get on to the, the next category, which is best, best cinematography, cinematography risk. risk. We've mentioned these throughout uh, this season. It's when, um, I don't know, because this show is kind of like, doesn't really, it goes there, but not in terms of it's like, uh, I don't know. We don't rarely get, like, effects or, like, uh... Yeah, it's all... It kind of follows a formula. Right. Um, but in season one especially, there yeah. were a lot of cinematography risks. Um, yeah, this is, uh... It's hard to narrow down. And the candidates we decided on were... Uh, when JT throws the paper airplane and it's, like, the first person POV, like... Flying towards Simpson. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> the vulture transition, which um, I feel like was like kind of hard to like translate. Yeah, like, I, on Twitter, but this is a really good scene. It doesn't make any sense why there's a vulture, like. Yeah. In so it's it transitions from Emma and Sean's date, and on in the Emma, a bird just poops on Emma. Right. This is in. Friday night, I think. And then the transition is just goes, it cuts to a vulture, like a stuffed vulture, like a dead vulture, taxidermy, (laughs) (laughs) and pans down to like Spinner and Jimmy in Radich's office, which means that like Radich has a stuffed vulture in his office. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But that was like the connection between the scenes, like... Oh, one bird to the next. We're like, we're like, they're like how are, how are we gonna connect like this the the date scene and the office scene? We're, and then they're like, they're like, oh, I got it, a taxidermy bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I guess uh, maybe they just had it sitting around. They're like, I want to use this. <laughs> um, Snake and Spike running down the hallway. <coughs> to, oh yes. To save Emma from the pedophile. Yeah, this is when. Um, yeah, Emma meets that guy, Jordan, on the internet, and she goes to meet him at the hotel. It's really scary. Um, but Snake and Spike find out, and they're, like, when they get to the hotel, they're, like, backlit, kind of. So, like, you see their silhouettes, like, running, and it's just, like, this kind of washed-out, like, audio. Yeah, and uh, we were saying, like, when we were we were rewatching this to get, like, a screen grab from it. Oh, screen grab is a interesting word. I usually would say screenshot. But I don't I, know why I said screen grab. I like screen grab, though. Yeah, Although like, it sounds more, like, aggressive. <laughs> it sounds more aggressive, and it sounds more dated, too. Like, um, but, yeah, I feel like they, they would say, like, screen grab and Degrassi. You ever use, like, unregistered hypercam, too? <laughs> <laughs> no, what is that? It's like a screen recorder. Like, um, I think it's just, like, built in now, but, like, back in the day, like, I used to make YouTube videos, and, like unregistered like there was like a watermark or something so like you would just always see that <laughs> like everything you made um unre- like 
even more unrelated, and we'll get back to the categories, I promise, <laughs> but, like, I was walking through Bed-Stuy today, and I passed by this laundromat that I used to pass by all the time, um, and it's just called Cyber Laundry. Ooh, that's cool. <laughs> and, uh, I think, like, I, I've never been inside, but I can only imagine, like, the, like the technology they're they using in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, okay, so the... Back to the best cinematography risk. We have paper airplane POV. We have vulture, vulture transition. transition. Snake and spike running. Which, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when we were looking back on that one, snake and spike running, mm-hmm. we both remembered it in slow motion. Oh yeah, but I don't think it is. It is not, it's which like, is kind of like a testament to the cinematography. Yeah, it really makes you, it's disorienting. Yeah. And the last nominee... Uh, is Toby's fantasy of Emma, like, when the wind is, like, blowing in her hair, and she's, like, all lit up, like, uh, she's, like, kind of golden, like, glowing. And what's the song? It's like, she wants me, she (laughs) needs me. Uh, and Toby's like, wow. (laughs) And the winner is, the fan's choice. Toby's fantasy. Toby's fantasy. With 44.7% of the vote. Yeah, I I kind of saw this coming. Like yeah. I feel like this is like one of the funniest. Uh, it's also like one moments. of the most memorable. Yeah. I remember when we recorded this episode, Lizzie was our guest on it, mm. and she specifically asked to be on the episode because of this <laughs> cinematography risk. And it makes sense. Like there's so much to discuss. And he has another fantasy in that episode, too, I think, when they're, like, at the computer. Oh, yeah. And, like, there's, like, the heart-shaped uh, mouse pad. yeah. <laughs> Very cool. What's your choice? I think I have to agree. This is, like, maybe this is just one of my favorite moments in Degrassi, like, period. But, um, yeah, I think that's just, like, the best, the funniest, um, the one I enjoyed the most. I'm gonna go for the vulture transition. <laughs> I I'm gonna I I'm like I feel like I'm outing myself as like someone who always picks the underdog. You're a bird fan. I'm a bird fan. I thought the vulture transition was like kind of experimental and weird and yeah. random. <laughs> uh, I would like more of that in the Borderline future. Borderline Lynchian. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty Lynchian. <laughs> like. It looks like a scene from Twin Peaks. The, the, now that I'm looking at the screenshot, it kind of does. Yeah. Um, I want more of that from Degrassi. Yeah. Um, and I hope they will do more of it in coming seasons. I think we're still going to get some like fun little uh, things like that. I'm trying to think of more from the season when blanking. I know... We talked about um, like the camcorder scenes when they're doing like uh, it's like the presidential campaign. Oh yeah, and they're like I'm voting for JT. Blah blah blah. Those were cool. Yeah, and that kind of becomes a trope too because uh, in the later season openings, like Ellie is recording everything on a camcorder. Oh yeah, oh, I can't wait for Ellie. Um, and I was uh, I suggested the scene where they're spreading a rumor and the camera is following the rumor down the hallway. Oh, yeah, about uh, Liberty and Mr. Armstrong. Yeah. But I think we decided those were all kind of, like, alike to the title sequence. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Cinematography Risk, we had a lot this season. I'm curious to see, like, what it'll be in 
in later seasons. Yeah. Like, if we'll be able to keep this category or if everything will kind of, like, mellow out. I, yeah, I'm curious. Because I don't remember the show being this, like, I don't know, it, it having this many, basically. You keep me searching for, for a heart of gold. gold. And I'm getting on <laughs> I for for those of you who do not know <laughs> I am a huge Neil Young fan. <laughs> I yeah, I am I'm a fan. I love him. There is I I just have a special place in my heart for Neil Young and he's a Canadian legend. Um so he was actually kind enough to reach out to Spinner Forever. Yeah, believe it or not. And <laughs> sponsor this award. So the winner of this award will actually get a Neil Young box set of <laughs> his entire discography and every train in his model train collection <laughs> signed. By Neil Young himself. So we have a few contenders. Yeah, the Neil Young Award for Heart of Gold is for those who just exemplify what it means to be, to have a heart of gold. To have really. a heart of gold. Yeah. Um, I, I've been to Hollywood, I've been to Redwood. <laughs> it keeps me searching for a heart of gold. It keeps me searching. And I've seen some Degrassi characters that really do have that heart of gold. And the, the ones that we decided on who are really worthy of this honor mm-hmm. were... Terry, Manny, Sean, and Toby. Yes. Which I think Toby, uh, sorry to spoil it, but Toby came in last. Um, and I think it's because people are thinking of his performance in like later seasons. Yeah, just to, this is like specific to season one. Where all, Toby or. All of these characters are just really good friends and like really look out for the people they love. Yeah, at this point, like there's no uh, there's no real beefs yet. Yeah. Um, and Toby, like, well, I guess we'll go into it now. Um, the fan favorite or the listener's choice uh, for the Neil Young Award. For the Neil Young Award. For a heart of gold. <laughs> is Terry McGregor. Terry! 63.6% of the vote. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and agree with that yeah, for this season. Yeah, full agree. Like, Terry always getting the short end of the stick. And, like, for what? Like, she's such a good friend to everybody. Like, even Miss so resilient. Even looking out for Miss Kwan. Yeah, when she was asking about, uh, on several occasions, like, asking about, like, Miss Kwan's like, well being and stuff, like, it was, like, totally just, like, it was such a wholesome moment, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Terry's really there for, like, she just takes all that shit from Ashley, but, like, still shows up for her. Like Yeah, and Terry, Terry doesn't have a great, like, image of herself. Like, she kind of struggles with, like, um, like her, like, body image, mm-hmm. and, like, um, but she still, like, ha- she, even though she has her own problems, she still like exudes warmth and like friendliness and like just all all the good things for like the and, a she would love. and a little bit of mysticism. A little bit of mysticism. Terry is the witch girl of this season. She is. Um, yeah, so I think that was like a clear um, choice. 
And yeah. Terry deserves the world not to go into a coma. And yeah. she does. <laughs> then written off the show. Toby um, did come in last. And I, I don't know. Like, Toby, like, I really wanted to nominate him. I really felt like he just, like, he took so much shit from JT this season. And yeah. he just, like, put up with it. And um, the way the season ends for him is, like, a really good moment. In yeah. Toby's uh, character. He shows up for Emma, like, when she's upset about Sean. Yeah, even though he's had awesome. a crush on Emma the whole season, um, and JT has made it as awkward as possible, um, when Emma is crying over Sean, like, Toby is there for her. Yeah. And it's just, like, he's a good friend. Manny, I feel like it's obvious. Like, she is... She's, yeah, Manny was She's always choice. a great friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's consistent for her, like... And that's, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I really want to, like, highlight, like, people while they're here. Yeah. Because Terry, uh, Sally isn't on the show for too long. Yeah, and Sean, I think, is just... Sean is, a, like, a good kid. Like, he's, he's had he's a trying like, to be good. dark past, but um, I think we really see his heart of gold when he um, throws the pill out that... Or doesn't throw the pill out, but, like tries to get rid of the pill, the ecstasy that JT and Toby are going to take. Oh, yeah. Um, so he has good judgment, and I also like that he has, he's that lost soul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of, he kind of loses that, like, as his character develops. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean kind of, like, declines for me. So a lot, of, a lot of hearts of gold on the grassy, but Terry gets the Neil Young Award this season. Yeah, and I don't know. I could if I could predict like the next couple seasons, I would say the same. Probably. <laughs> so our next category, um, I like this one. I came up with this one, and I think it's so good because <laughs> it it really applies. It is best non sequitur that could be its own episode. And we have for the contestants, the category, the the uh, nominees. The nominees are Liberty's Cowboy Boots, Slaughterhouse. That's uh, uh, Liberty has these beautiful red cowboy boots. Yes. That she has up on her desk, <laughs> like in the newspaper office. And Just for like seemingly no reason. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> um, Slaughterhouse Sean is Sean's sort of anecdote about how he like lived at a slaughterhouse with his aunt and uncle and now that's why he doesn't eat meat. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to put in that category like also Sean's anecdote about his like dog that he had to leave behind. Oh, when he's doing the project. Yeah. yeah the like project. Sean, Sean's like Sean's like past. Sean's past is interesting. Yeah. As well as um, like JT's like family it's yeah. very interesting. That was definitely one we couldn't put on, mm-hmm. but like, should have been up there. Yeah, well we'll see it explored further in like future seasons. JT and Toby's Explosion is another nominee. Yes, and this was the last episode we watched, Jag Little Pill, um, when like, Ashley and Toby's parents are gone for the weekend, they're having friends over. Uh, JT and Toby, like, come out of the house, and they, like, (laughs) they're just, like, covered, there's, like, a bang, and they're covered in soot, it's just never explained. (laughs) (laughs) Just getting into shit. Yeah. Just just some guys being dudes. (laughs) Uh, and Ashley's psychic aunt is the last nominee. Yeah. Ashley feels very passionately against Terry getting into tarot, 
because her aunt predicted that like someone would die and they did. Yeah. Um, so that's that's almost like less non sequitur than the rest because it kind of applies to the plot, but it's just something that like about Ashley's character yeah. that we kind of didn't need to know or was like completely <laughs> invented. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I love about Degrassi. And what's the listener's what's the listener's choice, Ryan? The listener's choice is Liberty's Cowboy Boots with 47.7% of the vote. Deservedly so, they're iconic. Yeah, she really... I forget the context. Maybe this is when Emma's like writing the article about Spirit Squad, how like she doesn't want to... Uh, she's like against Spirit Squad or whatever. And Liberty just like puts her boots on the desk and like... <laughs> They're fire. They're like these red cowboy boots. And she's so happy. Yeah, like, she's, she's like admiring them. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what are those? It's like, Emma has no taste. And, <laughs> and then Emma's the like, has. they're all right, I guess. And Liberty like, like starts like brushing them off. She's <laughs> like, <laughs> who's we love this them, Emma? Uh, what's your pick? I have been obsessed with um, this is hard, because, like, I do love Liberty's Cowboy Boots, but I think I have to give it to Sean's grandparents who live on the slaughterhouse. Like, <laughs> I think this is when, uh, like, yeah, you are saying, like, when they're on the date, Sean and Emma, their first date, and, um, Emma's like, oh, you're a vegetarian, too? And he's like, oh, no, like, I love meat, but, like, I, uh, I forget what it was, but, like, after spending, like, a summer, like, on my grandparents' slaughterhouse, like, I just can't, like, think about it the same way. And, like, he just goes into detail about, like, I was like, oh, the smells and the sounds, like, and Emma's, like, trying to eat her veggie burger, and she's, like, repulsed. And this clearly just had such, like, a profound effect on Sean, um, but only in this one scene. (laughs) Because this sounds like a miserable experience. Yeah. But, like, we're not going to hear about it ever again. <laughs> I'm going to put my vote to Slaughterhouse Sean as well. <laughs> um, I thought it was just, like, so conveniently invented to give him something in common with yeah. Emma. <laughs> um, they both uh, don't like seeing animals be killed, which is... <laughs> Who can relate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I like hearing about Sean's backstory. Mm-hmm. I like that he's kind of like a tortured soul. He's like been through some shit. A rough upbringing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) and I, I love, like, they're like, let's make him, let's make it so, like, he used to live in a slaughterhouse. Yeah, like, Like, I'm I'm always thinking, especially now, like, I'm always thinking about the writers and how much of a field day they, like, must have with this show. Yeah, and I'm imagining, like, a, a young Sean, like, uh, surrounded by, like, blood and, like, screaming cows. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's like the signs of the lambs. Yeah. Uh, so that that was an, uh, an interesting one. I was excited to see the results of that one. Best non sequitur. That could be its own episode. There you and have I think it. these are these are all things that will be followed up in Spinner Forever the show. Yeah. <laughs> when we when we get our our show. When it comes to fruition. We're getting we're getting a pilot, everyone. <laughs> So, <laughs> please, <laughs> just contact your local TV networks and see if they have, like, a spot for us. For Spinner Forever. Yeah. Because it's Spinner Forever. It forever. It never ends. 
What's like a, the longest running show? That's a good question. Uh, What's your guess? Maybe, hmm, I would guess like a talk show or like maybe Saturday Night Live. I saw a tweet earlier today that was like, um, you should get like a diploma for like seeing like all the seasons of Degrassi. What? So, like you should get a diploma if you watch like all the episodes of Degrassi. Because there really are so, so many. Yeah, and, and you learn so much. You do, yeah. <laughs> it's It should be worth like college credits. Oh, wow. Okay. The longest running... This seems like it, it can't be true. The longest running scripted primetime television series in the United States as measured by seasons. Okay, so this isn't necessarily the longest running. Oh. This is the longest running primetime. Well, the longest running primetime... What is primetime? Primetime. <laughs> Primetime. <laughs> the longest running scripted primetime television. The longest running scripted primetime television series in the United States is The Simpsons. Ah, uh, I should have thought of that. The longest running scripted primetime television series. Say it. The longest running scripted primetime television series <laughs> in the United the States. States. I just, it's a tongue twister. <laughs> the longest running primetime television series in the United States. The longest running scripted primetime television series in the United States. <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess like kind of speaking of like the, how I'm always thinking about the writers and how much fun this show must have been to write. Um, I feel like this next category also really exemplifies that. The best URL. Yes, yeah, so best URL. Best URL is the next category. Um, yeah, we got a lot of... Because, like we said, like, from the jump this season, like, I think they really pushed, like, the computer thing. It was being cool. Yeah, to, like, differentiate it from, like, this really is, like, the next generation. Very Y2K. Absolutely. And uh, so because of that, we get a lot of, like, on-screen URLs that we see. And, like, URLs, like, mentioned in dialogue that were are really funny and like I just imagine the writers like had fun was it do you remember in the episode where they're watching porn mm -hmm. uh Toby and JT do you remember who says like because I remember he's like I got these URLs from my cousin was yeah. that Toby or JT I think it's JT because maybe it's the, the same, same cousin, cousin who gave him ecstasy, ecstasy. oh my that god makes sense. he gives him URLs and ecstasy like now there's continuity yeah because that's when <laughs> Oh, like, Toby's like, whoa, where'd you get these URLs? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Like, I've got a cousin that's really into the net, so it's a cousin. Maybe you bought, like, ecstasy off the net. Yeah. That's cool. All the pieces are coming together right here, right now. <laughs> I want to buy ecstasy off the internet. <laughs> I've been trying to do that for a while. I downloaded Tor. I don't know how to use it. They won't allow, They won't accept me to, like, the subreddit that has all the URLs of the, like, dark websites. And therein lies the problem. Anyone got it in? <laughs> All right, so the the URLs are tobytracks.com. Yes, Toby's own search engine. Yeah, which, wish that took off. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> would have liked to see that. Then we have triplesexxx.com, one of these uh, aforementioned porn sites. <laughs> <laughs> Babesinheat.com. Another one of them. And 
treeemail.com. <laughs> Note that it's tree email. That's tree email. <laughs> Not There's... tree mail. Tree email. <laughs> there are three E's. Yeah, which I don't know how I feel about. I like it. My email address, uh, my name has two E's at the end, and my last name starts with an E, and whenever I give people my email address, they're like, three E's, and I'm like, yes. Uh, so I feel seen by tree email. <laughs> Alright, that's <laughs> valid. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, if we remember, that's Emma's uh, email address, which I wish I could remember verbatim, but I think it's like sparklespaz, like oh, 50, yeah. 58 at treeemail.com. <laughs> Sparklespaz. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the winner for the listener's choice is triple sex sex X X X. dot com <sighs> baby yeah i get it everyone's uh <laughs> everyone's minds in the gutter yeah everyone's minds <laughs> in the gutter uh, you're all sick and twisted yeah <laughs> <laughs> i got 38 um, you freaks it was pretty close between that and babes and heat kind of proud kind of proud that like we have a bunch of freaks listening <laughs> for just know that spinner forever heads are uh, a bunch of freaks <laughs> yeah a bunch of freaks <laughs> we um, love you <ya. laughs> oh we love you wouldn't have it any other way um, that one by 38.1%. Babes in Heat came close with Almost a 33.3%. Y'all yeah. are nasty. Yeah. So. What's your pick? I'm thinking about it. I'm not sure. I'm going to tell you mine right now. Okay. Treeemail.com. Oh, wait, I should have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if, like, I was a kid, I was just like Emma when I was a kid, and mm. I said it so many times, but, like, if I found tree email, it would be, like, it would be over for me, like, that would be, like, my email address for sure. I, yeah, uh, that, they're all great, um, and I kind of hold babes in heat until triple sex x x, like, in the same, uh, regard, mm-hmm. so. I think babes in heat was winning for a long time. Oh, really? It was fun to watch these polls live because they changed so much. Oh, yeah. I was surprised that Babes... Because I remember being surprised that, like, Babes and Heat was winning. The first choice. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that... I, I'm going to go to these URLs and I'm going to tell you what I find. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think I hold these URLs, triple sex, 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 like, Babes and Heat. Like, they're both funny, like, in the same way. Um, so I couldn't pick one of the, over the other... And I have to say, I think my favorite is probably tobytracks.com. I think it's so hilarious that, like, because especially, like, in the context of the scene, too, like, Emma is trying to do, like, research on, like, this, like, sea turtle for a school project. Mama Onu. Mama Onu, that's right. And she's, like, struggling to find uh, search results. And so Toby's like, here, let me try it. And so he just, like, directs her to, like, his own search engine, which is so funny. <laughs> which like, that, do you, okay, so do you think if Toby Tracks was real um, and it took off, like, Toby would be, like, a Mark Zuckerberg type now? Like, yeah. One of those, like, tech, uh, like, e- like soulless tech. I could see it, and that would play into a, a future category as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just went to tobytracks.com, by the way, and it's available. Okay. Yeah. Someone get it quick. Someone get it. Uh, I or went to triplesex.com is also available. Uh, babesandheat.com is taken 
And it's just one of those websites that has like a few links on it. And it says hot heat, hot yoga, girls, bikinis, <laughs> female body, and then hot yoga, uh, with an extra A at the end there. Oh. So. Yoga, uh. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and treeemail.com. Let's see. Every time you send an email, they plant a tree. <laughs> oh, please be something at treeemail.com. It's loading. Oh, no. Treeemail.com yeah. is available, though. <laughs> Quick. Quick. <laughs> I want treeemail.com. Well, I'll get it fast, because I've noticed when I go, when I, uh, go to a URL, and because I was trying to buy... I'm gay.co.uk oh <laughs> for what? Because I thought it was like the I just it has like a beautiful yeah like, like that structure, um, and I went to it like a bunch of times because I was like all right I'm gonna do it I'm gonna buy it and it was like not uh, used and then as and I had like checked on it before and it was like a three dollar URL <laughs> like something like that and then I went to it so many times that the price went up there's like people who like have access to this information and like follow this oh man so if, if they know you're gonna buy it if you know you're gonna buy a url don't, don't go, go to, to it, it. Yeah. all right and that's how i lost my chance at buying i'm gay.co.uk <laughs> um lesson learned yeah seriously i didn't know that so that the only way i could have gotten that is if i got rich off bitcoin which is our next category yeah, this is perfect perfect segue because the <laughs> better than the vulture. <laughs> yeah, the the number one choice. I mean, it's I I know it was, it was hard to even come up with other people yeah, for this one. Yeah, four point one percent, Toby. Like Toby is the most likely to get rich off Bitcoin. We're looking at you, uh, Toby. Uh, please use give us one Bitcoin for our podcast. Please, uh, please, just one Bitcoin. Coin. <laughs> um yeah i could um because i we put jimmy because jimmy's like smart and jimmy i think like i could see kind of like getting into like big tech um as well as liberty and then snake is also kind of a techie yeah um so it's, i feel like snake was also kind of <laughs> Equally plausible. I love, I love Snake, like, especially in this first season with his, like, computers. Yeah, it's like, great. He's like, I'm gonna, he's like the cool teacher because he, like, teaches the kids how to use computers. <laughs> and now that I'm watching Nurassic Junior High, I'm, like, looking for any mention of, like, or, like, any, I don't know, like, Snake getting interested in computers or if it's, like, new to this series. Oh. Because right now he's just, like, in his band, The Zit Remedy, uh... And that's about it. He's, like, tall and, like, bad at sports. And, like, <laughs> that's, like, his character. <laughs> and he's great. He's talking about, um, there's, like, a battle of the bands. And he's, like, oh, it's coming up. And we're going to be fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did see one episode of Degrassi Junior High with you that you showed me. And in it, I liked Snake's character. I thought he was a good guy. Yeah, he, it seems like he it. He refused to join the swim team just to cheat. Um, they wanted him to join because he was tall and he could swim fast. Right. I guess, like, you really have an advantage if you're tall and you're swimming because, like, you're just longer. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, they're faster, naturally. <laughs> like, like, you're just, like, physically, like, like, you take up more of the pool. Like, like. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you have less. 
It's an advantage, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that one's easy, and I have to say I agree. I think Toby is most likely to get Rachel Nichols. Yeah, this this was a no-brainer. Toby's into this shit. Toby's Toby like, gets the Toby! Yeah. Uh, most likely to become a libertarian is our next category. This one, oh my god, like, the results had me dying. I, it was, it, it started in, like, someone was in the lead, then someone else was in the lead. Like, everyone was in the lead at some point. Mm-hmm. And... It ended all pretty close, but, like, there was a winner, but... This is also the only one where it's pretty split. Ryan, would you like to share the... The listener's choice was Tracker with 29.3%. Very small lead over uh, just behind him is Spinner at 26%. And then Toby and JT tied at 22%. This is pretty much an even split, folks. And when you vote on this on Twitter, right? Like, you can't see who's winning before you select your, like, choice. Right. right. So, like, it just happened naturally. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that. Um, um, who do you think? I think Tracker. Well, it's, it's really hard to say for me. It's hard. I think they're all plausible. I could also kind of see Toby, but Tracker. I don't know. Tracker. I kind of more see being into like conspiracy shit. Like. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, he he's a tough one because he's a biker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's in Canada. Like. This is known. <laughs> this, this is known about Tracker. He's kind of like... Not much a, else. He's like a do-it-yourself guy. Yeah. You know? Which is... I don't know. Is it a libertarian thing? Because, like, he is, like, independent. Which is a big uh, facet of libertarianism. Is mm-hmm. like, we don't need a government to, like, show us what to do. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I kind of feel like... He relies on, like, the the Canadian system to take care of his younger brother. I'm sure they have some kind of, like, uh, like government aid. Because, oh, yeah. like, he's, he's, like, a brother taking care of his brother. Like, I'm sure they have some kind of, like, socialist. Uh, or, or at least, like... Something better than we have, so, probably. Yeah. <laughs> some, some kind of social program, like, helping them. Uh, so... I don't know if Tracker would be a libertarian. Okay. Because he might not be able to take care of Sean if he was a libertarian. That's true. That's a valid uh, reasoning, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm gonna say... And now I'm thinking of... So, JT. JT versus Spinner. Like, who's more of a libertarian? Hmm. Maybe... Maybe Spinner. This is hard. This is really hard. But I'm going to say, I don't think it would be Tracker. Okay. I'm going to say, Tracker is the, kind of, almost the obvious choice. Maybe, I can see Tracker being more of, like, an anarchist. Yeah. Actually, like, I I, think he would actually have, like, more decent, uh... Yeah. Values. Because what are, like, what are, like, the pillars of libertarianism, like... That shit is like vaping. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> it's over my head. Neck beards. <laughs> um. All right. I I'm almost just as split on this as the as the crowd. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna say JT. 
All right. I yeah, I'm thinking I'm trying to like place it in the context of like JT's like presidential campaign. Oh yeah. Um I I could kind of see it for him. Yeah, he was kind of like I feel like cuz yeah, I feel like libertarians are kind of just like trolls. Yeah. And that's what JT was when he was running for president. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Although, like, I don't know, Toby, <laughs> Toby is, like, I feel like Toby is, like, a libertarian, like, on Reddit, you know? Yeah. Like, um, in this season. Spinner, Spinner, I could see, like, being... I don't see him being informed, like, in general. I, yeah, I don't, I, I see him, like, being a libertarian because he has, like, a friend who is, and he's, like... Right. Yeah, I'm a libertarian. Who <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know what that means? Yeah, he's like, less government is better. <laughs> In that cadence. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, I guess there really aren't... Well, I don't know about Canadian politics, but like, are there many libertarians in Canada? Like, I'm not sure. I, f- I feel like must be less than the U.S. because there's no Arizona in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think my final answer is Toby. <laughs> <laughs> after after much deliberation, um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of a little undecided. Like, part of me still thinks Tracker, but like I'm kind of doubting it now. Doubting it. <laughs> oh, there is a Canadian uh, Libertarian Party. Um. D- just less government. <laughs> just less government is is better. Is that t- a Toby? No. Oh. <laughs> this is just the what the it says on the Libertarian Parties of Canada's Wikipedia page. Oh. That's like their whole platform. The mission of the party is to reduce the size, scope, and cost of government. <laughs> we don't need it. Do away with it. Uh. Just to be clear, we are not libertarians. Oh, yeah. Most likely to get into a pyramid scheme. Oh, this is a funny one. Um, I want to preface this just because, like, I remembered upon reading it that in Albania in the 90s, the entire country, like, everyone in the entire country, like, fell for, like, several pyramid schemes, and it caused a civil war. yeah. I don't know if we've talked about it before. I think we have, but, like, I think it's interesting regardless. (laughs) So, most likely to get into a pyramid... Also, you just found out you're Albanian! Oh, yeah, according to my uh, my grandfather, at least, and his, like, ancestry. Very cool! Yeah, I guess. It was, um, yeah, pretty much... It was, like, none of it was shocking. Like, I figured I was, like, entirely, like, Italian and, like... (laughs) Mediterranean. You're descended from like some of the biggest pyramid scheme uh, victims <laughs> yeah. in the world, and you should be proud. <laughs> I am. So the most likely to get into a pyramid scheme, our nominees are Joey Jeremiah, who made one appearance in this whole season. <laughs> but I'll be damned if we don't give him his <laughs> his due. Uh, Paige, Spinner, and Ashley. This is another one that is somewhat split, and I'm also somewhat split on. Yeah, this one's a little easier for me than the previous one, I think. Um, the listener's choice 
the Toby goes to Spinner with 39.5%. I could see Spinner being a Yeah. For sure. I could see him being easily duped. Same way I could see him being a libertarian because, like, someone was like, this is cool. Dude. Yeah, and that's his friend. <laughs> yeah. His, his so-called friend got him into a pyramid scheme. I got a buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Jeremiah We're selling came. knives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm selling knives now. I have financial freedom. It's great. <laughs> um, Joey came in second, which I thought was funny. I feel like we were discussing it, and like it was totally based just on his like commercial, and, like yeah, him being like a used car salesman. Yeah. Um, I feel like he would get into a pyramid scheme as like a side gig. Yeah. <laughs> then, Ashley, twenty three percent. I feel like people just did that because no one likes Ashley. Yeah. Um, Paige, Paige, I could really see getting into a pyramid scheme. She I got the could. lowest out of everyone in our listener poll. She got 7%. But, like, I feel like she's the kind of girl who, like, graduates high school and, like, gets into a pyramid scheme. I, yeah, like, after she drops out of banting. Yeah. <laughs> At business For real. school. I could see it. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, all these people are plausible. But I think my choice would have to be Spinner, too. Um, like, for the reason, like, you were just saying, like, why he would become a libertarian. Like, <laughs> he would just, like, meet somebody. It and would be make like, a great plot line. <laughs> yeah. Like, he'd be, like, immediately, like, duped. Like, or just, like, sold into something. Um, I really see it for him. Yeah, I'll give this one to Spinner as well. Um, for the same reason. Although, like, I really wanted to give it to Joey Jeremiah. <laughs> Um, most likely to be an anti-vaxxer. Oh, yes, how topical. How topical. And this one may be tackle <laughs> as well, because there kind of was a clear winner. Yeah. The The options were Emma... I almost said it outright. <laughs> Paige, Ashley, or Terry. Um, and... The winner is Emma. Yeah. Emma is the most likely to be an anti-vaxxer. Which, I... I think I agree. Like, I yeah. think I knew that going in. Like, <laughs> I knew that going in, too. Um, I think we all know it. Yeah, it's funny. Like, it's always the people you least expect. But, Emma, we really expected that. Yeah. Don't um, let the Che Guevara bag fool you. Yeah, it's funny. I feel like because people who are really into, like, being kind of, like... Uh, like holistic and stuff. Holistic, yeah. I end up being like anti-vaxxers, even though like most of their other um, like opinions are very like leftist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Emma, Emma's an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> we'll sorry. let her have it. Like <laughs> she's gonna have to send her kid to private school or something because <laughs> yeah. you need to get vaccinated to go to like public school. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just hope. Uh, she doesn't, uh, get pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. That's, um, that doesn't happen, right, in Degrassi. Emma... Does she have a scare? She has a scare with Sean, yeah. A bit later on. Oh, remember that episode where, like, she was doing, like, a presentation in class? Oh, she was no. like <laughs> She, like, had pictures of, like, her and Sean being, like, intimate. Yeah. And, like, 
She was like, a woman's sexuality. Like, and was presenting it to, like, Mr. Simpson. Her, who was her, like, stepdad. Yeah, at that point. Oh, that was weird. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Most likely to get canceled publicly. <laughs> oh, I love it. This is of our day and age. Um, we're probably going to get canceled for this podcast. <laughs> um, go ahead. Try me. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> you were a little spritzed. I, I got like, I'm doing the motion with my hands when you have water on your hand, and then you like sp- splash it at someone. Spritz. Like, after you wash your hands in the bathroom when you come out. Um, <laughs> I was thinking get some publicly. I feel like there are, yeah, there are a good amount of characters that like, I don't know, things they say like probably wouldn't hold up. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't know. Um, and I think we listed them all here. Yeah. We have uh, JT, Ashley, Emma, and Toby. And, I like, I was, like, pleasantly surprised <laughs> by the winner. Yeah. Ashley won at 42.9%. You guys chose her. Um, and I really thought it was going to be Toby. Like, going into this. Really? Yeah, because I thought, like, you know, um, he kind of, like, goes on to be a creep. Like, oh, he true. maybe put some questionable things on the internet. Yeah. Toby or JT were, like, my, like, I thought they would be canceled. So I'm glad that it was Ashley because yeah. she said some homophobic <laughs> shit this True. Season. I wasn't even thinking about that. She's like, so you have sex with other men? Like, yeah. <laughs> and she's, like, repulsed. Ugh. Yeah, um, what was your, what, what was your take? Hmm, I'm thinking about it. JT's uh, just behind Ashley with forty point five percent, so pretty close. Um, honestly, hmm, probably Ashley, because like you have to think like which of these people would most likely like become a public figure, I guess. Hmm. Um. And I could only see it for, like, Ashley, because I guess she does, like, music stuff. Um, yeah. And I guess JT wants to be... It could be Ashley or JT. I'm going to go with... I mean, like, I was really happy that Ashley won Most Likely to Get Cancelled. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a huge fan of cancelling in general. However, I think Ashley deserves it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's a bad friend. She's a bad friend, yeah. a bad person, and that will only she was continue. Like shit. Yeah. Um, she really, and you know, it sucks. She really doesn't get a redemption. She just gets worse. I know, that would have made it better. Yeah. All right, we're coming to you live from the Staples Center. This is Allie and Ryan doing host, hosting the Tobies tonight. <laughs> We are proud to be bringing you the latest Degrassi coverage for this annual award show. (laughs) Highlighting the best of the best of Degrassi season one. The Tobies have gone to the uh, talented, hardworking people who make Degrassi what it is today for us. And we are honored to have the privilege to give these awards to Degrassi's finest. Thank you. <laughs> so well said. I mean, <laughs> that just came out of <laughs> Well, 
when when you're in the Staples Center, like it I, really when you're in such in a grand, air. yeah, there's something. I love L. A. I love L. A. <laughs> there's something in the air. Come on, it's L. A. <laughs> um, we we posted a tweet, uh, asking people for suggestions on topics they want to hear about, mm-hmm. um, and none of them none of the responses actually became nominations. Oh yeah, but. Uh, maybe we should just, like, discuss their topics a little bit. Like, on the spot, maybe. Yeah. Um, one of them was, like, best actor, best child actor, actress, and best adult actor, actress. Who do you think the best child actor is, like, in this show? <sighs> this is hard, because, like, it's just so hard to, like, say at this point. Yeah. Like, and they're not really being given much, like... <laughs> to work with um <laughs> i kind of want to say jt you know what yeah because jt is like he he really is just like acting like himself like he's a kid yeah but that performance in when, when he was like pretending to be on drugs was like something else yeah like and even like when he's pretending to be gay like it's so cringeworthy but like he just like he's at, he's so into the character. Yeah, like you can tell like he really understands like the character and like gives it something. Yeah. Um so I would say JT or maybe Toby. Like I feel like I've talked about how uh some of Toby's like deliveries with lines are just so funny. <laughs> like he really has like an understanding for like comedic timing. Yeah, I feel like uh to- Toby is so dry at yeah. such a young age. Like <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, he's kind. Of, he's like kind of like like older and wiser and more like fed up with the <laughs> world than like he should be yeah. at like twelve. Um, so I guess the spinner forever pick goes to JT then. The yeah, spinner for the Toby goes to JT. <laughs> Does that make sense, guys? <laughs> are we are we coming across? The JT goes to Toby. Um. <laughs> what was the other one? It was um best adult actor actress. Oh yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's that I feel like was kind of covered with the best non-parent. Yeah, that's hard to say. Yeah, cuz I'm trying to think of the parents included too. Um cuz none of them are really good actors or actresses. They're all just kind of good characters, yeah. you know. I would maybe say like Snake uh, I feel like he is, like, a good act, but I feel like, like, the thing is, like, he's just, like, it's not hard to act like a, a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> like, he might just be a good teacher who, like, got, got dealt, like, a special hand of cards in life, where he's, like, <laughs> you're, you're gonna, because I really feel like he would be a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and they're like, no, you're gonna act like a teacher. <laughs> um... That's what the angels said to Snake. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Old Testament. Yeah, that's my Old Testament. I don't think any of the adults... I'm going to give it to... What's his name? Keith. Keith. Or Jeff Isaacs. Yeah, I was thinking Jeff, but like... Yeah, I could give it to Jeff. Jeff is a pretty good dad. Jeff's my favorite, like... Yeah. Keith, Jeff... They're all good actors. They're just all guys being dudes. Yeah. And another good idea that was suggested to us 
was Messiest character. Oh, that's that's interesting. Who do you think is the Messiest this season? There are some good choices for that. Um, I feel like Ashley is the obvious. Yeah, that's who comes to mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Ashley or Emma. I'm yeah. gonna say Emma. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Because I feel like Ashley more, like, outwardly, like, fucks up this season. Yeah. Um, Emma... Yeah, this is But I feel like Ashley, Ashley, like, fucks up, but she's also, like, she's a school president, she's, like, a good girl, like, she needs to let loose, so there's some, like, structure to her fucking up. Yeah. Whereas Emma is just a mess. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Emma is, like, only cares about, like, abstract things, like... Because she's so she's so worried about the environment and like what even does it, what even like does it mean to her like right it's, su- it's such like an abstract idea like yeah she's so obsessed with that that she like ignores like the people in her life like and it hurts them yeah it hurts <laughs> them uh like the squeegee kids incident the well actually the squeegee kids I was on Emma's side for that one so yeah. take that back but um. What was the other article she wrote for the school About paper? the Spirit Squad. The Spirit she Squad. She's like a sexist. Oh, disgusting. It's like, let Manny let do Manny what live. she wants to do. She's so caught up in, like, being righteous that um, she she misses the mark entirely. Yeah. That's why I'm going to vote for Emma as the messiest character. You made a good case for her, and so I think I'm going to agree with you. Cause... And this is the last, the last Toby of the night. It's nothing too big. Um, we're just gonna end it on a positive note. Yeah, why not? Um, Ryan, want to announce it? Do you announce your voice? It's most likely to have a depop. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if the season one characters in nowadays were like, who would pop off on depop? We have Paige, Emma, Manny, <laughs> and Liberty. And, and who won? Paige Michael Chuck with 53.5% of the vote. Oh, we knew Paige was gonna win. Oh, yeah. Um, and I guess that's my choice as well. That's my choice, but I also want to, like, give it a little tie with Liberty because I feel like Liberty, like... Like... You know what? Paige is obsessed with her own fashion, but I feel like Liberty would be interested in, like, selling clothes to other people. And, yeah, and Liberty's fashion especially would be, like, big now. Like, yeah. the overalls. The like, overalls, the cowboy boots, like... She... It is very Depop. Yeah. Very, like, Buffalo Exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, so that... I could see that. And Liberty actually got the least uh, amount of votes. Only 2%. Surprising. But Paige is, like, um, definitely like, the fashionista of the season. Yeah. Had her own category for that. <laughs> like, I'm gonna give my... Actually, yeah, I'm gonna give it to Liberty. Nice. Because I believe in her. I, uh, yeah. I, um... I think I gotta go with Paige, but, like, all these were good options. So that's it, folks. You decided what, who who got the Tobies this year. Yeah, very interesting. Thank we you for will, participating. We will be delivering those model trains to all the winners. Oh, yes, the Neil Young. The Neil Young Awards. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, like, making, like, guttural moans. Oh. <laughs> uh, can we do, like, a little bit of chanting? Like, a, uh, uh.
Thank you for joining us. This is we're going into Shavasana. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh. <laughs> just lay down. Really feel the floor supporting you. Press your palms into what's beneath you and feel that support system guiding you to whatever is on your mind after this. Let it go and just live as, <laughs> as you are now, just passing through time. Breathe in, breathe out. You are listening to Spinner Forever. <laughs> wow. Can you believe it? We made it through season one. Yeah. Super, uh, super exciting. Release yourself from child's pose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We um, really appreciate you guys. Um, I was really happy, like, so happy to see everyone answer all the polls. Yeah, thank you everyone for participating in that and for uh, listening to this podcast, because I genuinely didn't expect more than, like, five people to listen to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, no, I was expecting, like, our, like, two friends to listen to it <laughs> yeah. and that's it, but I'm so glad that you guys are on this ride with us and, um... It's awesome, uh, and we're just getting started, too, like, there's so much ground to cover, um... We're, like, playing some fun stuff for, like, future seasons and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Well, we love you. Uh, we miss you. We're going to miss you in between these two seasons. Yeah, but... we come back probably next week. We... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll be thinking about you all the time. Um... See you next week, Spinner Forever Heads. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Season two. Season two. Let's go. Whatever it takes.